everyone and welcome back to Mornings in Paris and thank you for taking the time to listen to this week's episode which will be all about protecting your peace. So in today's episode I'm going to share some ways that I choose and use to protect my peace. Also some ways that I want to start adopting and implementing in order to protect my peace. And hopefully these five ways will help you to internally feel more stable um, and calm and peaceful when things occur in your life and affect you and make you feel stressed or worried or anxious because by choosing to protect your peace it can create a safe space internally and externally can allow you to live a more happier life because by doing things to keep you as stable as you can be on the inside and allow you to be in a natural state of peace means that when external things occur or things that you can't control and are out of your hand out of your hands and where and things that were unplanned happen you can respond and react from this state of peace instead of a state of stress and worry and these are just going to be a few ways which I hope will help you to protect your peace and hopefully you can use one or um, maybe a few of the ways that I discuss Um, but use one of these ways maybe to get or to bring yourself back to a level or a level of inner peace and stability and with this topic I feel it is something that we will be constantly working on but I think that you owe it to yourself to keep your energy protected and ensure that you feel a sense of peace most of the time. Also please follow Mornings in Paris on the platform that you listen to these chats on and to keep up to date and get involved with episodes you can follow Mornings in Paris's Instagram which is at morningsin underscore Paris. So the quote that I feel links very well to today's episode is by Herman Hesse and the quote is Within you is a stillness and a sanctuary to which you can retreat at any time and be yourself. And with this quote, I thought it linked well because we live in a world of constant stimulation and you can find it hard to switch off from this. And sometimes we just need to sort of slow down and in a way take stock for our well-being and when possible we need to find ways to protect our energy and our peace and 
I think the most effective way to do this, as mentioned in the quote, is by looking inwards. So the first way that I have of protecting your peace is reducing your screen time. So this one is transformational for protecting your peace. Not only are there many benefits for you sort of mentally and physically when you have a lower screen time, for example, reducing stress, improving your focus and productivity. But when you sit on your phone for long periods of time, in a way you are sort of exposing yourself to more content and this increases the chances of you feeling stressed or worried which will inevitably disrupt your peace and in a way you are giving your phone or other people the power to affect your peace because you are consuming so much content in a period of time. So as a way to protect your peace and something that I have been trying to adopt as a habit is to only be on my phone for 30 to 45 minutes and this will typically be at the end of the day for me because usually by the end of the day I will have already um, been looking at a screen for a long period of time so my eyes start to get tired and this reduces the chances of me having high screen time and being on my phone for long periods. And even though social media can be a place of growth and positive interactions, there are also times where it can be significantly or at least be a large factor to you not feeling at peace with yourself. And with the time that you have when you're not sitting on your phone, you may choose to spend it doing things you enjoy. So for example, just relaxing or reading a book or being with friends and family where you can be more present and enjoy the moment. And with this point, it can be transformational um, and it can be transformative for you, but there will be, but there obviously will be times where you do spend long periods of time on your phone, but maybe just try to limit the amount of time you are on your phone, because I think it can be really beneficial in many ways, whether that be physical benefits, but also mentally, because it can be very easy to get caught up in social media chaos. So the next way is be selective with your fights and battles. So by this I mean be selective with the problems, arguments and confrontations that you get involved with, whether these are externally with others or maybe internally with yourself because some conversations and arguments just aren't worth having because they won't be productive. So instead of fighting every problem, maybe just try to save your time only for the things that matter. And by this, I mean um, sort of fighting 
for the most important battles and letting go of the rest. And some things just simply don't matter um, in the long run or in the long term. And for many of us, it's apparent that many of the things we worry about are small and we should instead focus on the big important things um, because every problem you get wrapped up in takes up time and energy and even if I guess you sort of win the battle maybe your time could have been better spent elsewhere. So maybe next time a confrontation or disagreement arises sort of ask yourself what are you trying to resolve by doing or saying this or maybe ask yourself by having this reaction or response will it resolve anything because by asking yourself those questions it could help sort of it could help you stay more in a state of peace instead of being confrontational and letting it go may bring you more peace than carrying out the conversation at times but this obviously varies on the situation um, or circumstances and if something does keep resurfacing then maybe it's worth revisiting because it could be linked to a bigger problem or issue and it could be advised that you take the time to discover why but a lot of the time we may find but a lot of the time we may find that we get caught up in conversations where maybe it isn't necessary to carry out for the benefit of the other person but also yourself and instead letting go of it will bring you more peace so the third way is practice listening to your intuition so the only person who will ever truly know what you actually need is you and we all have this inbuilt tool called our intuition that at times we aren't so good at listening to and trusting but use your intuition to determine what you need so whether that's um so whether that be time alone to recoup or needing a rest or break your intuition knows what you need so practice tuning into it and following your intuition can ensure that you are making the right decisions for yourself and you'll feel more at peace knowing that you're listening to your gut because it could be said that your gut knows what's best even before the rest of your body does so your intuition is a key part of having more inner peace and by listening to your intuition rather than allowing there to be conflict between your intuition and the external forces may bring more peace into your life especially internally so the fourth way is be clear on your wants and needs this one i thought was important in relation to 
the relationships you have in your life. So whether that be friendships, family or romantically, because you can't expect everyone to be on the same page and it's to be on the same page as you and to see the situation or circumstances as you do. And you also can't expect people to know your expectations. So if you aren't communicating your expectations to others, then you can't be disappointed or let down when they don't meet your expectations. So know what your wants and needs or expectations are. And with this one, I think typically it can be linked to the boundaries that you have, um, but know what your expectation is and then be clear on how you communicate this to others. And something to note with this one is, of course, if the basic standards and bare minimum and, in a way, unspoken understandings and expectations, so by this I mean being a kind or nice person and just a good human, then that's completely different. But with this point, um, with this point I'm talking about friendships, family, relationships, maybe even work, where you need to communicate um, because otherwise you will be in a con you will sort of constantly be let down and disappointed or even upset because there is a lack of communication of your expectations and if you choose not to share your expectations then you are likely then they're likely not to be met by others because if they don't know about them, then how can they take action and do something about it? So the fifth way that I have is meet others where they are instead of seeing others for where or what they could be. And this one can be so important if you have a natural tendency to see people for their best potential instead of actually seeing them for where they are at and taking them for what they're giving you and what people show or give you is who they are and how they feel so don't let your mind sort of manipulate or adopt or change what people are giving you for the sake of fitting into the narrative that you want and in some cases may have created in your mind because this may not initially but usually will leave you hurt and disappointed because if you're repeatedly doing this instead of just allowing the situation or even relationship be what it is what it actually is instead of what you think they should or could be then this will allow you to be more happier by taking off in a way the rose tinted glasses because you aren't creating false narratives or even false people in your mind and instead accepting and seeing the real people or person in front of you and this allows you to make the most of what they are giving you and you aren't focusing or forcing a version that 
you have in your head. And I discuss this area in a bit more detail with the episode that I recently did um, on Mornings in Paris called How to Surrender, Let Go and Trust. So if you want to hear more on this topic area, then I would definitely recommend listening to that episode. So some final thoughts on protecting your peace. Some final discussion points that I feel really link to today's episode on protecting your peace is practicing gratitude and also paying attention to, I guess, the variables um, and factors that contribute you to not feeling at peace. So by practicing gratitude, it can keep you in a state of peace because you are reminding yourself of all the things that you have in your life to be grateful for and this doesn't allow us and this doesn't make you feel less worried or stressed but it can help remind you of all the positive and good in your life which can be very beneficial and needed when maybe externally things aren't going well and sort of by acknowledging the good and focusing on the positive things in your life can enhance you feeling can enhance you feeling um, more at peace and this doesn't mean to ignore the bad but a way of coping or even reducing it instead and on mornings in Paris I have an episode all about how you can incorporate more gratitude and develop an attitude of gratitude so if you feel that is something that you would like, that would that would be of interest, um, then please go and listen to that episode. And the last thing that I just want to cover in today's episode is I think we all have a responsibility to be aware of the variables that disrupt our inner peace and I know at times this can be easier said than done but we can try to do our best to minimise and reduce our exposure and interaction with them and just by knowing what they are so by acknowledging what for you because it will be different for everyone so what for you affects and disrupts your peace um, and then doing your best to keep yourself away from that situation can be really helpful. So I know that it's easier said than done, um, but I did just want to briefly mention it, as well as the point that it is important and sort of crucial to protect your peace internally so that this can help you um, with exter- when external things affect you and this is important to know and do about how to protect your peace but you don't want to close yourself off so much to where you don't allow yourself to take risks and unexpected opportunities so you don't incorporate at least some spontaneity into your life which at times can be healthy and what you may need because in reality you can't always protect yourself from everything 
because some things you just can't control and at times in your life unexpected things occur which is inevitable and you have to know and understand that you can't fully protect yourself from all the external factors but you can have a strong and stable internal foundation and by protecting your peace it will allow you to be prepared for the inevitable and unexpected external factors which will occur but don't do this to the extent where you don't allow yourself to be spontaneous and to take unexpected opportunities or risks in your life otherwise you are putting yourself in this bubble which is something you don't want to do so thank you for listening to this week's episode and I personally really needed to hear this week's topic area of discussion and I hope that you found it helpful and were able to take something away and please follow Mornings in Paris on the platform that you listen to these episodes on and also follow Mornings in Paris's Instagram which is at morningsin underscore Paris to stay up to date with the podcast. So thank you for taking the time to listen and I will see you in another episode.